Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the back seat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In our last episode, we spoke with Latisse Hudson. Latisse spoke about how she fast-tracked her success by investing in mentors and healing her money mindset wounds from the past. Realizing she was worthy of wealth and matching that with effort was key in reaching the level of success she envisioned. If you haven't yet, check that episode out after this show. And I'm so glad you tuned in today for my conversation with Dr. Mary Veerkamp. Dr. Veerkamp is a peer-reviewed published researcher in the field of positive behavior interventions and supports. She is also a certified professional coach and is certified by the International Coaching Federation. Mary is passionate about working with women to flesh out the ways in which anxiety about imperfection, that anxiety that keeps them constantly pursuing self-improvement, is showing up for them and blocking access to the life they truly want to live. She is deeply committed to supporting women in navigating that tenuous terrain between self-acceptance and self-improvement so that they may be free from that anxiety of imperfection while living into their own enoughness. The beauty, radiance, and magnificence that already exists in them. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Mary Veerkamp. Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here and share with your listeners today. So this is going to be a really quick episode. And I have one huge question to ask you. Tell me about a major challenge you had in your business and what was the mindset shift that really made all the difference for you? Oh, you're just going to go right to it, huh? Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to dive right into it. Oh, gosh. Well, the thing bubbles right to the surface for me as far as a major challenge is that um, almost immediately after I completed my coach training, uh, my family decided to move for some personal reasons. And so here I was, a brand new coach, um, trying to figure out how to do this business part because I had a coaching skill set, but not really so much a business skill set. And now I was going to do it in a place where I didn't know anyone. And so that was really a challenge for me. And if I'm being perfectly honest, um, I felt really sorry for myself for a while. And I hid behind, um, I hid behind trying to make sure, when I've got finger quotes going, I was hiding behind trying to make sure that my son's adjustment to his new high school was going well. When I say I felt sorry for myself, like I felt sorry for myself for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that makes it challenging when you're working to build a business in a new place and you don't get out in front of people at all. Um, and I realized, and I really identified when I sat with this, that 
I had a really strong limiting belief that goes something like this. And maybe your listeners are familiar with this. The limiting belief for me was you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really terrified of meeting new people and doing it quote unquote wrong. Um, Because here I was trying to build a business in a new place and um, I wanted to be invited in and I wanted to be seen as a professional and seen as an expert to an extent. And I, I really was really worried about how, how to do that the right way. Oh my gosh. Can you hear all the perfectionism that was going on there? I can. And, and I think this is remarkable because what we didn't ask at the beginning, and I think is really important for people to understand, is what you've already, what you had already accomplished up to this point in your life. Because you're a doctor. That is you true. I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a PhD in developmental and child psychology. That is a fact. Yes. Yeah, so you have some major expertise and you had you've put years into not just the education but in the practice of it and creating programs and trainings out there. So you have all of this experience already. And so I think it's really important for everyone out there to know that even if you're feeling like oh I'm not good enough or I'm not perfect. Who am I to do this? Everybody has a sense of imposter syndrome. Even this, even you, Mary, who is (laughs) so accomplished already, and now you're creating a business. Yes, it's in a slightly new direction, but it's powerful. And so what made the difference? What was the mindset that made the difference to help you really shift from that perfectionism. I have to say, I have to admit that, hi, my name is Trina and I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I think we never really- Welcome Trina. Thank you. (laughs) Because I think we never fully recover from perfectionism. I think it's something that we always struggle with. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, two two parts here, right? Because I want to go back to um, the mindset shift and I want to address that as well. And it's sort of like we, the metaphor that's coming to mind for me, so I'll just share it, is we go from having perfectionism sort of like sitting in our lap as we're trying to drive the car to it being in the passenger seat, Mm. right? So we, we might, it might always still be there to an extent. And when we do some of this work and learn how to befriend it in a way and work with it, recognize it, and put it in a place where we can still function Um, And we can recognize its impact and be able to move with that. It's a whole different ballgame when it's not like sitting in our lap and obscuring our view anymore. Would you say that's true for you? Definitely. Definitely. Because in the past, that perfectionism was entirely blocking my view. Now I recognize that I have a challenge with perfectionism and I'm able to put it aside to say, hey, I see you. I see my perfectionistic tendencies, but I'm choosing to make progress over perfection. Yes. 
Yes. And I know we can dig into this so much more, you and I. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. And one of the things that I, I think is really powerful to share about perfectionism is to think about all of the products and services and ways that entrepreneurs can serve that never get make it to market because mm. it's not perfect yet. Mm. Oh. How much time do we have to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary, I, I hope you'll come back for another episode. I definitely will, Trina. And can I just address quickly the mindset shift for me in this? Definitely. I definitely. Yeah. Please do. So in, in recognizing and really having that recognition that this um, limiting belief of you never get a second chance to make a first impression was really contracting down my reality, I made a really conscious decision. And that conscious decision was to realign with my personal values and move from that place, even in the face of fear. And so for me, my personal values, a few of my personal values are connection, kindness, and learning and growth. There are a couple more, but those were the three that I felt like related most in this situation. And that in fact, I was using as my touchstones as I decided that I was no longer going to wait for people to invite me in. I was going to create the connections that I wanted myself. And I was going to do it from a place of being authentically me. And so as I started planning my days and what I would do, connection was the top piece. So how could I make a connection today? How could I connect with somebody only for the benefit of connection itself, if that makes sense? Right? There was it does. Okay. There was no, um, there was no other agenda. It, it wasn't a, uh, I'm going to talk to five people about what I do today or anything. It was just to get to know people to, so people, so I could know people in my community and so they could get to know me. And the first few things that felt most, um, aligned to me and most authentic were, um, I joined a co-working space in town so I could have what felt like work colleagues. And that has been amazing to go into a place where I'm welcomed and I feel like part of a team, even though we're all doing our own thing. So that was one of the first things I did. Another thing I did was I joined my local chamber of commerce with sweaty palms and all <laughs> and have been actually becoming more involved there and will be leading some workshops for our women's networking group in the, in the coming months that I'm really excited about. That's so um, exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting and um, I'm really looking forward to it. And then another thing I did actually was join um, a committee at my son's school. And I'm sort of a, a leader, um, a class coordinator in his high school. And so I got to know some other parents and I'm helping to shape some ways that the parent community supports the faculty. And that feels really good and true to who I am. So while those things are not necessarily directly connected to my business, what has actually happened that is that space has opened up because I'm not contracted and I'm being me when I'm out meeting people. I think that is so beautiful because it really clearly shows how fully being yourself and really focusing on your values instead of the money aspect, instead of directly the business aspect mm -hmm. opens up the business aspect and it opens up, it brings more opportunity for creating 
a financial aspect. It's all about creating that relationship. Yes. Yes. You stated that really eloquently and that is what I am finding. Fantastic. You mentioned some of the things that are coming up. What is the next exciting thing that's coming up for you? You're going to make me say this out loud, aren't you? (laughs) I am. Put your feet to the fire. So um, the next big thing I have coming up is um, I am creating a group coaching program. This has been a work in progress for quite a while. And as I, I mentioned a little bit ago, that I was running a couple of workshops for our women's networking group through my local chamber. And those are sort of some of the pods of this bigger program that I'm running. That's my big thing this year is to launch a group coaching program. And I intend for that to run online. So I will keep it. I'm super excited about it. And I intend to keep it pretty small because I want it to feel safe and sacred for people. Um, And so I'll probably run that towards the fall and I'll keep it at likely six to eight enrollees for this first go around. Awesome. So what is the focus of that workshop? The focus of that workshop really is, is, uh, is about looking at all the ways in which we can get stuck in ourselves and identifying those places that are calcified and hard that, that feel like they're part of us and yet they get in our way. And so we'll spend time identifying values, which I've already talked about, and we'll spend time learning to cultivate kindness towards ourselves which is a little bit counterintuitive sometimes to people because they believe that if they're kind to themselves or self-compassionate, that they just turn into blobs of nothingness. Mm. And right, like, oh, well, if I'm just kind to myself, I'll just lay around on my couch and eat ice cream all the time. I'll lose my edge. And the research is actually counter to that. The research shows we're more productive and less lazy, if you will, and more motivated when we are kinder to ourselves, which really makes sense. It certainly does. And it sounds like it's also helping you build the the blocks of breaking free of anxiety and imperfection. Definitely. Thank you for saying that. That's definitely true, right? Because um, when we are, when we're holding ourselves in a place of of anxiety because of the fear of imperfection, which so many of us are, it's really, really common, particularly with women. It's, it's extra common because we're supposed to be able to do it all and hold everything and please everybody and meet everybody's needs. And so as the fear of dropping one of those balls gets more and more intense, we can have real anxiety about that about being imperfect. Yes, learning to be kinder to ourselves, learning to accept and allow our own human imperfection because, spoiler alert, like it's impossible for us to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, that really does make a difference. And, and then as we start to look at values-aligned action, as we loosen up, excuse me, as we loosen up that hold of the anxiety of imperfection, it allows us to move more freely with values aligned action, what really matters to us, what's important to us, even when it's hard, even when it's scary, when we we're doing it in service to our values and what really matters to us, it becomes a little less challenging to move in that direction. 
That's fantastic. I can't wait to see how that evolves. Mary. Thanks, Trina. You're welcome. All right. So we we're coming up to the end of this very of this episode. How can people find out more about you? Yeah, great question. Thanks for asking. So my website is www.maryveercampcoaching.com, which I suspect you're going to put in your show notes. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> Everything, all of the contact information and resources will be in the show notes. Excellent, because people often misspell my name. Um, I also have a Facebook page that's also Mary Veer Camp Coaching. And people can also email me directly at Mary at maryveercampcoaching.com. So feel free to put all that in your show notes. And I would love to talk with people um, if this conversation that we're having resonates with them. That's fantastic. And you also mentioned something about a free guide. <laughs> You're going to hit it all, huh? <laughs> I am. I am. You have so much valuable information and I want to be able to share it with my audience. And my audience really needs to know you. I love that. Thank you so much, Trina. This feels like such really critically important work to me. And so I'm grateful that you're um, allowing me to talk more about it with you on the show. Well, the here's free- the thing, you know, I, when, even as a coach and when you're first starting out, it can feel so scary to put yourself out there. You don't want to uh, step on anybody's foot and it can sometimes feel really big to share your stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really believe in what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That means so much to me. And so I wanted to just put it out there. I'm going to toot Mary's horn for her. I'm going to toot your horn, Mary. <laughs> Thank you. Mary is working on a free guide to working with emotional blocks. And she has offered that library to all of you. To get that, go to her Facebook group. And the link is going to be in the show notes and she'll announce it when it's ready to go. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm giving your stuff away, Mary. I know. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Right. Because we, people need to have access to things that can be helpful. Mary, thank you so, so much for being on this interview. And again, I'd like to invite you back for a later episode. Are you up for that? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I would love that. Thanks, Trina. Fantastic. Stay tuned for my next conversation where I talk with Dr. Christine Lee. Dr. Christine Lee's mission is to make sure everyone knows procrastination is a fixable thing. Once you know what your resistance is all about and where your plans for the future are, you can begin to fulfill your potential at the highest level. You'll be glad you didn't put this one off for later, folks. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. As a special thank you, when you leave your rating and review, you'll win a 15-minute free consultation meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again and be awesome.